Oops, uh, actually I meant to, <coughs> to, well I just posted about Speaker McCarthy the talking asshole, so, um, and I'm sure this will be a huge uh, hit for y'all, I think, I, I know you guys will enjoy this as much as I did. And it's a William Burroughs piece, William S. Burroughs, the beat, one of the beat writers. And, yeah, I studied all the lives of all the beat writers. All the writers, all the poets, all the painters, all the presidents, all the world leaders, all the, pretty much like all the cultures, too. <clears throat> I, uh, I'm fascinated with getting a fresh perspectives by, say, I know, you know, I noticed as an American who spent a couple years of my academic formation in France, and they have, we have our national preoccupations, they have their national preoccupations, and I was just thinking of doing a, a um, TikTok video, uh, I could do it in English and with French subtitles, or I could do it in French with English subtitles. I think that would be awesome, and then I could teach people French. But, and that, that would kind of trip people out, you know. People are always tripped out, but Pete Buttigieg, for example, he was a military intelligence. I also studied, like, how people... How people made it, like all the rock stars, by the way, if I didn't mention, all the rock stars, all the band, all the bands, rock bands, all the um, great uh, composers, musicians, uh, all the great uh, leaders in the world, leadership, studied it all, <laughs> Oxford's award-winning, actually I wanted to, one of my childhood uh, dreams for a profession is to work for the um, Oxford Dictionary. <laughs> dictionaries. Wordsmith. Quite a wordsmith. <clears throat> Got the 99th percentile. Um, for... I'm the one percent. <laughs> <laughs> that's a good... That's a good book. <laughs> That's a good bumper sticker. The one percent smile. I figured out how to make the cracking up emoji. Okay. Going to label that cracking. It's my wall emoji. Angry emoji. What's this one about the lock emoji? The uh, like lock shit emoji. <laughs> I 
should, uh, you know, that's, that's what I, I'm incorporating emojis into my cartoons and comedy and comic strips. I do comic strips too. I've done comic strips since I was eight, at least eight. Um, anyway, Trump's legal fracas. <laughs> That's a good term for it. Trump's legal fracas. I should be, uh... It's not really a circus because he's not the band leader and ringleader anymore. Not really a circus. I'm, I'm trying, I'm getting, I'm going to submit fucking every week to New York opinion videos until they fucking publish my shit. And, uh, and Washington Post. And uh, I'm going to get it down. I'm going to, like, send videos and editorials. I should, do, uh, like, every day. You know, I've already, I already do that for the most part. So what I should do is, like, whip them into shape for New York op-eds. Legal asking if I could be a regular contributor. Trump's legal fracas, not really a circus because he ain't the ringleader no more. Fucking Nazi ringleader. Step right up, folks. <laughs> Fucking P.T. Barnum. That's a David K. Johnston. P.T. Barnum. He reminded uh, him of P.T. Barnum. Just like very, uh, he's Pulitzer surprised when he. Investigative reporter. And I've asked to write, I'm going to write stories with him. He was the one I learned that Fred Trump had been involved in the New York Times. It was posted in the New York Times in 1927 that Fred Trump had rioted against New York police with a thousand other Klansmen. Hello. Hello. In fact, I'm gonna stop every. I should do a fucking video on that too. <clears throat> okay. Please stop spamming me. Tucson protest. <coughs> I'm sending you protest message. I'm sending you, uh, showing you how to protest. What are you doing? What are you fucking doing? Fucking asshole. I think there must be fake accounts or something. Um. I'm just looking at my LinkedIn. It's pretty awesome, actually. Writer, artist, public speaker. At Lone Wolf Press, and I, I need to I need to update it a little bit, but uh, Taiwan Ministry of the Interior, European Graduate School, 
on Tucson, Arizona, United States. 519 followers, 500 plus connections. Author of several books and founder of Lone Wolf Press. Lone Wolf. This is like a Wikipedia because that's what Washington Post asked for. Are you guys still there? So I'm going to check and I'm going to also. Um, are you? Hello, darling. Did it matter out at the university? I'm looking at my LinkedIn right now. And um, experience living, working, and studying in five different countries US, UK, France, Sweden, and Taiwan, and helping prepare others for the study work abroad experience. <coughs> Years of experience working in journalism, film, newspaper, radio, and online publications. Experienced artists having shown in the U.S., U.K., France, and Taiwan. Upcoming November 9th, two women show at DV Ed Pub in, tai in Taipei, Taiwan. Should update that. Um, gifted educator of 14 plus years, having taught all ages in several countries from the earliest stages of childhood development, comprehensive education, Montessori to the university level. Experienced trainer, public speaker, Taiwan Ministry of the Interior. Presenting recommendations to MOI staff about improving public relations in Taiwan environmental issues. Preparing Taiwanese high school students for taking part in their exchange programs in the U.S. Senior editor, foreign community page editor, the China Post, copy editor, Taipei Times, education, European graduate school, doctor, philosophy, PhD, communication, media studies. Uh, activities and societies, teaching assistant, Taipei Medical University, master's degree, anthropology and ethnobotany, 212 to 2015, activities and societies, teaching assistant, healthcare administration, vice, uh, uh, teaching, I was a teaching assistant in healthcare administration, and, um, and tutor, teaching and tutor, teacher and teaching assistant and tutor to other international researchers in healthcare administration from around the world. Oxford University Master of Studies, MST, 2001 to 2003. Activities and societies, Oxford Film Society, Oxford Union, College Representative, Student Union, Oxford University IT Committee, you know, on the, on the universe, Oxford University's IT committee. <laughs> that was a good job. Just I made suggestions about uh, you know improving uh, Wi-Fi and stuff to the. Yeah. I should add that. UC Berkeley. Oh, and uh, I didn't mention uh, I was part of the. Ah, uh, you know I got my artwork banned at Oxford for this Teddy Hall. Uh, UC Berkeley, BA, this, this is quite an adventure reading this. Political Science, Activities and Societies Model, UN Political Science Association, Year Abroad in France, Writer for Daily California. By the way, I wrote my um, undergrad thesis in French about the delivery of humanitarian aids in a war zone. I should put that in there. And uh, twice uh, Oxford alumni scholar awards recipients volunteer experience ambassador distinguished citizen society Taichung. that's cool I, I was just thinking about that the other day like what was the name of that distinguished citizen society Taichung. children singing performance for charity events particularly 
for orphanages. Orphanages. Languages French. Oh, it's, this needs to be updated. I also speak Mandarin and uh, smatterings of uh, I can I can like get by it slightly in um, ponies. <laughs> Having lived in the countryside for so long. Asian Consultants International. This is a great teacher and professional journalist, very creative. Ooh. Oh cool man. Who is that? That's awesome. Trista, LinkedIn user, Trista is a dynamic and superlative editor, writer, and creative entity. She's also a charismatic and good person. Wow. That's sweet. Asian consultants and financial should thank them. Say, wow, that's fucking awesome. Maybe, maybe you, um, they'll offer me a job. Um, international consulting, like, like fly me anywhere and I'll, uh, you know, and I'll teach a class. That's a fucking great idea. I'd teach a class for a week or, you know, up to uh, maybe a month. That'd be an awesome way to see the world, Trista. Very exciting. <clears throat> Trista, why don't you turn on the microphone? Why don't you turn... Yeah. Good idea. Good idea, Tristan. It's been said that the perfect format for a podcast is an, I want to say an interview, uh, no, a discussion, two people, okay, two people. So you have two people, you have my two alter egos, so this is the perfect medium to do that. I would be by, I should be by podcasting, but uh, I'm afraid to close this window. Okay. Anyway, people also view what? Websites, thewildeast.net. Oh, I had, um, I, should, I need to, to update that to um, ChristopherChange.com. Okay. Oh my god. People also view CMB Masters Candidate. I wonder what's in it up to. Oh my god, Ling Wong, Celia Chu. Wow, William Montgomery, what is also viewed? Also viewed? What does that mean, also viewed? P oh, people who viewed mine also viewed. Um, Zane Dean, uh, you know, a bunch of people. <clears throat> Cecilia Shu. Uh, Taiwan Foundation for Democracy. Wow, these are interesting. Every time I say mine inspector, they need my link to. Or they, um, because we were both running for. Mine inspector. Uh, surgery, Harvard's Carl Zimmer, New York Times columnist and author. <clears throat> Interesting, does, did, are we connected somehow? Um, author Rochester L. Carraway, Beth Waltz, founder of Adventure Woman. That sounds cool. Self-love and burnout recovery author, Carrie Severson. 
uh, Tamp Enabling Doctors in Digital Health Innovation, David A. Hall, um, Vice President, uh, Taiwan Foundation for Democracy, Political Scientist, Comparative Politics, this sounds like a friend of mine, Kenny W. Chen, Xiaohan Dong, event, and, okay, oops, right, this is, just to teach on LinkedIn, Hugo, Trainer, public speaker, Taiwan Ministry of Interrelations. Yeah, I totally need to admit it. Um, <laughs> like six years ago. Trusted Trampash DJ Never Change. Trusted Change for Change. Trusted for Change.com. That's the second one. I am Trusted Progressive Candidate and Advocate for Progressive Change in our community. Please sign my nominated petition to run for governor. And um, I need to be updated too. I need to uh, start or like go to the Department of Elections. <coughs> I'm telling you this so that hopefully some young progressive people will also file to run, to file a statement of interest to run. That's the, your first step. Okay. I should do a TikTok video on this. Um, how to uh, how to run for office? That's a brilliant idea. And then put it on move on. How to run for office? Put it and move on. So all those activists, pe young people, progressive, forward thinking instead of backwards thinking uh, people uh, can know that it's easy to run for office okay you don't need any money at all because we have media free media we have all these free ways of uh checking my shit are you guys okay Yeah, this is quite, quite enjoyable, actually. I'm like, all like, kind of excited. Because I had a good time in Taiwan. It's kind of like a second adulthood coming of age. Taiwan business topics. That's cool that that's the third one. Just to do some little Oh, that's wonderful. I'm going to thank Don Shapiro. Thank you, man. And sent him an updated about trace to degenerate lifestyle, travel, and culture. Ping dong beckons for tourism and fruit. It's beautiful. It's not right near where I was living. And Don Shapiro is the Time International um, editor. Okay, let's see if they have anything. They should picture me, man. Just send him one, Trista. Send Don. Okay, and Chan. And I want to write another story. I'm going to write more stories. Great. It pays very well, too. It pays like, I don't know, what was it? I want to say a couple thousand or 1,500 or something like that. You know, fucking sizable chunk. A change for writing an article and getting my name and 
published in Anchem Taiwan Business Topics, which, you know, that's very respectable, associated with business, promotion of business and culture. Culture is business, actually. Culture is business. Like Disney culture, he's fucking killing business and killing, trying to kill culture. Fucking Nazi. DeSantis, stop putting up with fascism. So anyway, um, sin. Um, the Haka different, these are my, these are articles I wrote for, um, I should give him as my, um, uh, what do you call it? Uh, reference. Yes, reference. Professional, but perfect professional reference. Just uh, so this, this is a helpful uh, um, seminar for myself about how I'm going to continue doing what I was doing in Taiwan, which was, uh, you know, traveling the countryside and scooter with my dog and, uh, you know, picking up coconuts and bringing them home and sprouting, that was sprouted coconuts, bandits. And landscaping my um, father-in-law's house. She's right home, right home. Just as uh, like my only connection. I have a, a very recalcitrant husband. Try to find. <laughs> Try to find him. <laughs> My recalcitrant husband on the other side of the planet. On the other side of the planet. He's fucking gorgeous. And that's why I married him. I wanted a wallflower. Wallflower. That just gave me a good idea. Like redo the walls and or the like especially the ceiling. I'll take all, down all this shit. And I'm gonna staple up there. Staple I love I love staple um you know like my staplers best thing. Anyway, let's get back to the show just uh these are articles I wrote for M Town M Town, so this is kinda like a, a trip down memory lane. Lifestyle, travel, and culture. Pingdong beckons for tourism and fruits. It's awesome, man. I went to the uh, Pingdong University and, um, you know, where they're growing new. They, it's the, um, hold on. Taiwan Southernmost, and I had the benefit of Don Shapiro being my editor, who was a Time International um, 
editor before he was at MCHAM. Anyway, nice guy, super dude, and uh, he's totally, uh, you know, he liked my, um, liked my stories. He's uh, great. So I had a great editor. Um, he totally kind of like changed. He took my facts and just totally changed them around, I guess. <laughs> but that's, a, I don't mind. Because he's fucking Time International. You take, yeah, go ahead. I'll give you, uh, I'll give you all the shit. Turn it out however you want. Publish my name on it. And, um,. Yeah, same information. Concise. Okay, so Taiwan's southernmost county is famous for its beaches and deserves more attention as the country's fruit basket. Residents of northern Taiwan are undoubtedly most familiar with the island's southernmost county of Pingdong as a sunny vacation land whose Hongchun Peninsula is home to the sprawling 333-square-kilometer Kending National Park, the adjacent adjacent beach resorts of Kending. I was living in Pingdoms, so I'm running it from a perspective of living in Pingdom. Um, okay, the adjacent beach resort in Kending is Taiwan's premier location for water sports and attracts throngs of visitors for its springtime music festivals like Spring Scream. I'm gonna, I'm gonna go to Spring Scream again. And recent, I mean like to uh, perform there, I wanna perform there. That's well known in other aspects of what Pingdong, a rich California-like mixture. That's, that's a great idea. I applied to, uh, I'm gonna be in Spring Scream like every year. I wanna fucking go perform in Spring Scream. I made a film, film. There uh, once in it, and um, the organizer Mo Jimmy Mo, uh, give me Mo Jimmy. <laughs> um, who uh, once uh, told me to keep it down or at a, at a fucking music festival. That's <laughs> told us to keep it down at a music festival. Um, <laughs> which that was the first time I met him. <laughs> Maybe he was joking. Okay, let's go now. But uh, okay, in recent years, Pingdong also gained wider exposure as a setting for the hit Chinese language movie Cape Number Seven and the filming location for the beach scenes in Ang Lee's blockbuster Life of Pi. Less well-known are other aspects of what Pingdong, a rich California-like mixture of coastal and mountain areas, has to offer as both a tourism destination and as one of Taiwan's most important areas for agricultural production. For an introduction to the culture of Taiwan's indigenous tribes, a visit to the picturesque Rukai mountain village of Sandiman is recommended. The nearby Taiwan indigenous people's culture park is quite impressive, with a fairly comprehensive museum and reconstructed traditional Aboriginal slate houses that give a glimpse into Taiwan's tribal past. This is beautiful. You did a great job. I should tell him. You did a great job. Don, if you hear, if you hear this, Don, you did a great job. Thanks, man. For being my editor. 
I look forward to reestablishing ties <clears throat> to a real professional. Higher in the mountains are a wealth of historic and cultural sites that guidebooks fail to cover. And knowledgeable local sources say there are still many as yet unexplored and undiscovered historic sites in that in the area. Um, yeah, higher mountains are a wealth of historic and cultural sites that guidebooks failed to cover. And knowledgeable local sources say there are still many as yet unexplored and undiscovered historic sites in the area. Would-be explorers are encouraged to pick up the Pingdom Culture Bureau's brochure, Ten Gorgeous Scenic Paths, an excellent map of ten stunning walks. Explore this region, whether on foot, scooter, or car, offers some of the most intensely enjoyable experiences in all of Taiwan. Utai is one remote or aboriginal village of note, only a half hour drive from Sandiman. Over the past decade, this village has really blossomed, thanks to residents' artful and creative beautification projects. Yeah, the government's, the government, uh, like, invests in these things which is really fucking smart and it's also serving to preserve the culture and for example hire and put to put to work so to speak you know it's not work it's a create creation creativity creating something um Need to go outside before it gets too hot and work on the garden. Okay, yet, uh, okay. Mm. People have more time now to decorate, explains Parasang, co owner of the local Sama restaurant, where her sister, a Taipei trained hotel chef, oversees the kitchen. Guest houses in these mountains, in one case, a wood sculptor's home, are a bargain about $600, 600 NT is 20 bucks a night. Fruit basket of Taiwan. Above all, tropical fruit is really Pingdong's claim to fame. Thanks to Taiwan's climatic diversity, a vast array of fruits and vegetables is grown throughout the county, including some not widely available in the West. The massive agricultural production represents a significant contribution to Taiwan's overall prosperity. Due to the warm weather, Pingdong is the only place in Taiwan where farmers can bring in three rice crops a year instead of the usual two. According to agronomist Yen Chong Rui of the National Pingdong University of Science and Technology (NPUST), fruit product production accounts for 37% of the total value of the island's agricultural output. Rice makes up about 22%. Of the Of the major fruit crops, Pingdong produces a lion's share of several, including 50% of the papaya, 70% pineapples, 80% wax apples, 45% mangoes, and lychees. According to the Council for Agriculture, COA, Pingdong is the top producer of Taiwan's pineapples, bananas, 
wax apples, papayas, and lemons, and second largest grower of mangoes in Indian jujubes. Jujube! <laughs> Many of the farm products enjoy good markets for at the time when it's a whole, but with Ping Tong's a key contributor to the value of agricultural exports in 2014, most recent data available, come to, came to U.S. $527 billion. 5.27 billion and increase to 3.7. <laughs> Over the, that's 5.27 billion. That's a shit ton of money, dude. An increase of 2.7 over percent over the previous year, according to CIA. Japan is the largest export market, followed by China, Hong Kong. This picture of like bags on the on the fruits. Oh, that was beautiful. Okay. Anyway, um, I hope you enjoyed that. I certainly did. And uh, we'll do some more later. I, I really enjoyed like, reading these articles that I kind of wrote. I wrote the drafts. <laughs> did the research. It's great research. Good job, Trista. I found it interesting, very interesting, and it's informative, with real statistics, you know, we'll fucking look it up. Research, agricultural research, and exports, and imports. Anyway, and um, so I'll talk to you guys later. I want to come back and um, do the talking asshole. Well, why don't you do that, Trista, and continue. Start up the other one. Hi there, welcome back to Politics AF. And today I just um, read into the record, so to speak, my other podcast. Thanks for like 214K, man. Really getting up there. Maybe Midas Touch will notice me one day and put me on their list of affiliated podcasts since I'm a actually working honorary producer, very productive honorary producer, I produce, that's my job, I produce, <laughs> and I'm very productive, anyway, so um, now, to right now, we're going to listen to a treat, the talking asshole, Talking asshole, Frank Zappa, William Burroughs. Talking asshole from Naked Lunch. Yeah, that's it. Uh, Jen, okay, yeah. Just a couple of them. The talking asshole. I used to have a, this is another, kind of like career, uh, I used to be an MC. I should put this on my resume and uh, LinkedIn. But uh, I was, I uh, had an open mic show called Literati. Hiya. Oh, at the living room. I'm not the kind of a person that reads books. I've said this before many times. I'm not fond of reading. 
But I do, I have in the past made exceptions, and uh, one of these exceptions was this part of Naked the, lunch, the I thought it was fucking crazy. I mean, uh, totally, and it was dark. And dark, fucking crazy. I have received permission to read the part about the clock in the asshole. Oh, you had to get permission? Fuck. Before I, I heard do, about uh, fucking patents and fuck that shit. We need an open society. Construction of this section of the book. I asked him where he got the idea for this part, and he said that it was derived from the ventriloquist scene <laughs> in the dead of night. If you know that film. I had a little bit of trouble following that for a moment there until he made it all very clear to me by saying that uh, it was like uh, when you have a ventriloquist dummy and suddenly the dummy starts talking for you. And so with that introduction, I start on page 132 and it goes like this. Did I ever tell you about the man who taught his asshole to talk? His whole abdomen would move up and down, you dig, farting out the words. It was unlike anything I ever heard. This ass talk had a sort of gut frequency. It hit you right down there like you've got to go. You know when the old colon gives you the elbow and it feels sort of cold inside? And you know all you have to do is turn loose? Well, this talking hits you right down there. A bubbly, thick, stagnant sound. <laughs> a sound you could smell. This man worked for a carnival, he did. And to start you with, think? it was like a novelty ventriloquist act. It was funny, too, at first. He had a number he called the Better O that was a scream, I tell you. I forget most of it, but it was clever, like, Oh, I say, are you still down there, old thing? Ah, I had to go relieve myself. After a while, the ass started talking on its own. He would go in without anything prepared, and his ass would ad-lib and toss the gas back at him every time. His ass would ad-lib. Then it developed sort of deep-like little raspy, incurving hooks and started eating. Oh my god. Disgusting. <laughs> Yeah, what do you see of what happens? Why did it turn out? Um, it's cute at first and built an act around it, but the asshole would eat its way through his pants and start talking on the street, shouting out it wanted equal rights. It would get drunk, too, and have crying jags, nobody loved it, and, and wanted to and it wanted to be kissed, same as any other mouth. <laughs> Finally, it talked all the time, day and night. You could hear him for blocks screaming at it to shut up and beating it with his fist and sticking candles up it. But nothing did any good, and the asshole said to him, it's you who will shut up in the end. Not me, because we don't need you around here anymore. I can talk and eat and shit. After that, he began waking up in the morning with a transparent jelly like a tadpole tail all over his mouth. This jelly was what the scientists call UNDT, undifferentiated tissue, which can grow into any kind of flesh on the human body.
He would tear it off his mouth, and the pieces would stick to his hands like burning gasoline jelly and grow there, grow anywhere on him. Grow anywhere on him, a glob of it fell. So finally his mouth sealed over, and the whole head would have amputated spontaneous. Did you know there is a condition occurs in parts of Africa and only among Negroes where the little toe amputates spontaneously? Except for the eyes, you dig? That's the one thing the asshole couldn't do was see. It needed the eyes. But nerve connections were blocked and infiltrated and atrophied so the brain couldn't give orders anymore. It was trapped in the skull, sealed off. For a while, you could see the silent, helpless suffering of the brain. I met, uh, um, met these guys, Black Sabbath, no, not Black Sabbath, um, Deep Purple. Then finally the brain must have died because the eyes were gone and there was no more feeling in it than a glass eye on the end of the thought. So finally his mouth sealed over and the whole head would have amputated spontaneous. Did you know there is a condition occurs in parts of Africa and only among Negroes where the little toe amputates spontaneously except for the eyes, you dig? That's the one thing the asshole couldn't do was see. It needed the eyes. But nerve connections were blocked and infiltrated and atrophied so the brain couldn't give orders anymore. It was trapped in the skull, sealed off. For a while, you could see the silent, helpless suffering of the brain behind the eyes. Then finally, the brain must have died because the eyes went out and there was no more feeling in them than a crab's eye on the end of a stalk. Called Bionic Boomers, seniors once riddled with debilitating arthritis pain, given a new lease on life thanks to Dr. Paris's unusual method for relieving stiff That was so good, we're going to hear it again. Be all my love. 
right. So let's hear that uh, talking asshole again, man. Just setting up for the great uh, Frank Zappa. I wanted to, uh, wanted to podcast this. <laughs> I'm going to uh, tweet this podcast and say... Uh, dedicated to Speaker McCarthy, the talking asshole. How you doing tonight? Just, um, <laughs> as you know, it's Frank Zappa. I'm not the kind of a person that reads books. I've Maybe said heard this of before many times. I'm not fond of reading, but I do. I have in the past made exceptions, and uh, one of these exceptions was this part of uh, the book that I'm sure you know called Naked Lunch. Yeah. Um, Actually, it's a really dark I received book. permission. He's a heroin addict. He was a heroin addict. addict. Proud so, heroin addict until he died. William Burroughs. Before I do, uh, I discuss with Mr. Burroughs before we do some of the details that led to the construction of this section of the book. I asked him where he got the idea for this part, and he said that it was derived from the ventriloquist scene in the dead of night, if you know that film. I had a little bit of trouble following that for a moment there until he made it all very clear to me by saying that uh, it was like uh, when you have a ventriloquist dummy and suddenly the dummy starts talking for you. And so, with that introduction, I start on page 132 and it goes like this. Did I ever tell you about the man who taught his asshole to talk? His whole abdomen Said to him, 
It's you who will shut up in the end. Not me, because we don't need you around here anymore. I can talk and eat and shit. After that, he began waking up in the morning with a transparent jelly like a tadpole's tail all over his mouth. This jelly was what the scientists call UNDT, undifferentiated tissue, which can grow into any kind of flesh on the human body. He would tear it off his mouth and the pieces would stick to his hands like burning gasoline jelly and grow there, grow anywhere on him. Grow anywhere on him a glob of it fell. So finally his mouth sealed over and the whole head would have amputated spontaneous. Did you know there is a condition occurs in parts of Africa and only among Negroes where the little toe amputates spontaneously? Except for the eyes, you dig? That's the one thing the asshole couldn't do with C. It needed the eyes. But nerve connections were blocked and infiltrated and atrophied so the brain couldn't give orders anymore. It was trapped in the skull, sealed off. For a while, you could see turn the this into a cartoon. suffering of the brain behind the eyes. Dedicated then to finally, the brain must have died because the eyes went out. <laughs> and there was no more feeling in them than a crab's eye on the end of the stalk. Fucking awesome man. Have you been injured in an auto accident? Look at this direct deposit of $127,000. If you're looking to get compensated for the accident you were involved, I want you to listen closer. Now, before you think that your accident doesn't qualify for compensation, I <laughs> Frank Zappa, the Roxy guitar solos. Wow. I don't think I've ever heard these. Do a little Frank Zappa's tribute. Wasn't a huge fan of his music, but I liked him as a person. He seemed really cool. Tribute to Frank Zappa, Spiritus. That's him on bass, right? He's quite a musician. This is really groovy. Blues. In fact, this would be a perfect like soundtrack. You know, get permission. background. Hey, turn this into music. I could jam on this.